वेलकम बैक टू आवर पॉडकास्ट द प्रॉब्लम क्या है दिस इज एपिसोड टू वी आर गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट जेनेटिक म्यूटेशन एंड मिथ वी आर योर होस्ट रिया एनी मे एंड री फॉलोअर्स ऑन आर इंस्टाग्राम पेज प्रॉब्लम वाला पॉडकास्ट वी कैन लीव योर कॉमेंट्स योर सजेशंस आज के क्वेश्चन यू कैन लिसन टू अर्स ऑन एनी प्लेटफॉर्म स्पॉडीफाई एमेजॉन गाना हॉपर no you can't listen to it on instagram um, um yeah any platform you have and we will start with our uh, topic for today that is genetic mutation and uh, genetic mutation or myth i think that's what i wrote yeah <laughs> yeah okay okay genetic mutation or myth so we'll start with what exactly is a genetic mutation we already have an expert here in genetics mm-hmm. who is going to tell us what is a genetic mutation by definition uh, genetic uh, mutations or modifications of animals involve altering its genetic material by adding changing or removing certain dna sequence in a way that it does not occur naturally mm-hmm. it aims to modify specific characteristics of an animal or introduce a new trait such as disease resistance or enhanced growth mm-hmm. dna is a genetic material in an organism and carries the instructions for all the characteristics in the organism's inheritance changes introduced in an animal's genetic makeup can therefore be transmitted to the next generation while the, this technology has been in, used in plants animals uh, for agriculture and in microorganisms to produce enzyme the potential application of genetic modification techniques to animals has been also researched yeah i think at the outset it is very important to kind of understand that genetic mutation is something that can happen naturally as well as a course of evolution because if you look at a single virus if you let's just look back at the pandemic right the covid-19 virus itself has evolved into so many different mutant strains and that is not something people have been doing it of course because of negligence that is also a factor but naturally it does happen in a, in the environment genetic mutation does take place regardless of you uh, manipulate it in the lab or not so with that being said i think uh, like for example like they were, they were supposed like snakes were supposed to have legs earlier mm. and then mm-hmm. they didn't use it so they didn't don't have legs now mm. so that is also kind of a genetic uh, mutation mutation um it's similar to that of appendix in humans they yeah. say that if you don't use it for a long time probably not many people will have it maybe 100 years later mm. so, so that is also another uh, genetic modification for that even the tail yeah, yeah the, the, last, tail the tail bone yes, yeah. we have already lost our tail we'll also yeah. lose our appendix <laughs> yeah too many things to yeah. lose <laughs> Yeah, technically so yes appendix you there is that i don't think will no happen there's no use of it actually yeah yeah so. but basically genetic mutations are the changes in the dna yeah. and this can happen in any course of time and if mm. you're talking about um, like for example you're talking about evolution right mm. it this is also something that depends on the environmental changes because yeah. our body tries to adapt to certain mm-hmm. environment and that is how our genetic makeup is built and we can see a lot of mutations in in cases of diseases right yeah. a lot of diseases are because there is some mutation in the genes 
so we can't say that this is something entirely a fictional what do you say like thing that is happening mm. in the lab itself it is something that happens naturally as well but some people are using it to modify certain things in laboratory to study and we will uh, now talk about what exactly those studies are that are used for genetic uh, that are using genetic but basically it's like if you're talking about mutations in terms of disease also right for example there is um, albinism what albinism yeah albinism or in any disease there are so many diseases that are caused mm-hmm. by genetic mutations right the every research right now is leading to that genetic cause and if you're talking about uh, some experiment involving that level of mutation and we're trying to mimic that to study the disease i think that kind of experiment is required mm, yeah. it is required but we'll first talk about the importance of genetic mutation like since this technique was introduced why did they introduce it and why exactly do we need it here we have some interesting example of genetic engineering that will leave you in an awe Okay, okay. Before that, genetic engineering is basically playing with the genes or the genetic makeup to mutate. Mm-hmm. Like we are making some changes manually, not the natural course of genetic mutation. We are just mm-hmm. you, you like changing some things in the laboratory conditions mm-hmm. to change the makeup of the genes. Yeah. And why did they actually start this? Yeah. We can take it up. Yeah. So the first genetically modified organism was created by Herbert Boyer and uh, Stanley in 1973. It was a bacterium Escherichia coli that contained genes for antibiotic resistance. Mm. Genetic engineering refers to a fast-growing technology that enables modifications in the genetic makeup of an organism. This includes addition of new gene or deletion of genes. or even manipulation of the existing genes to introduce or get rid of specific traits and characteristics mm. since the first successful attempt in 1973 several organisms were experimented with giving rise to several interesting genetic engineering examples some of the significant ones have yeah so uh, that that part will cut is fine so some examples are uh, insulin producing bacteria that is um, insulin injection is a routine part of diabetes treatment today so but this insulin actually comes from a genetically engineered strain of e coli yeah so earlier they were using uh, pancreas pancreas full of pigs mm. and because a lot of people started yeah. having like allergies mm-hmm. and rejections to it in terms of uh, immune defense they switched to Uh, like laboratory grown, yeah. yeah. I find beta strains, which was uh, yeah. So they uh, they made those peptides, 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 uh, and then L L Lilly company, yeah, L L Lilly company, and that is how it came into picture. Uh, so one example, which was a very successful case mm-hmm. of genetic, I think, uh, engineering, is this uh, insulin production, yeah, production. even we have this terminator seeds yeah. that is uh, the ability to modify plant genomes and introduce genes for a specific desired trait into a desired plant this is something similar to the bt yeah bt thing. cotton yeah bt cotton 
basically they're trying to make the plants more resistant to yeah. pests mm-hmm. fertilizers yeah. and uh, yeah i mean they have High a good yield yeah. yeah i think this started with mendel's experiments on pea plants mm. the cross yeah. breeding mm. experiments which he did yeah so that is one example of uh, genetic mutation in the very nascent phase i can mm. say and then there are uh, some other experiments okay. like glowing organisms yeah that is glowing certain organisms, organisms is yeah. like a natural thing we had this uh, bioluminescence jellyfish yeah no fireflies fireflies yeah, fire yeah. we don't see fire, fireflies nowadays being mice that can chirp like birds wow. uh the one morning the scientists checked their experiments and found that one of the little guys chirped like a birds mm. although the singing mutation is random it appears that the mice are actually using it to express their mind okay the yeah. researchers also claim that the singing mice may help us understand the origin of human speech noting that the mutated mice seem to be developing different dialects depending on their environment yeah this is what i meant like in the beginning if you're trying to mutate something or in like genetically engineer something to study let's say a pathway or like in this case the behavior of how different organisms are using like speech and singing different tones that makes sense but then oh. if you see a chirping mouse yeah. in no, your no. neighborhood you will be shocked like <laughs> yeah. you know that is true because you are not used yeah, yeah. Not but used basically yeah, yeah, yeah. we will move on to this like dilemma later <laughs> yeah. because i know there are two sides to this talk <laughs> and that uh-huh. we are going to okay. cover later the, in the myth part the next few, it's a human hamster hybrid okay so now like now like many hybrid embryos the hamster is completely unviable and as a rule it destroyed long before it mutated into horrible horrifying real lives mm-hmm. um as to be fair there are legitimate scientist reasons for creating a hamster human embryos are difficult to procure from experiments and are protected by legal restrictions hamster embryos however are fair game so why not throw some human sperms at them <laughs> not as a drunken prank mind you the reason is that if a couple is struggling with infertility a hamster embryo can be used to check the viability of man's sperm cells this this is one of those technique that lies squarely in a venn diagram overlapping good cause and uh, frankenstein said this uh, few experiments which seem bizarre like the chopping mice or the hamster thing but uh, going back to the importance of like genetic, genetic modification or engineering when we first start to learn about it we have a lot of examples like the uh, the ripening delay in tomatoes mm-hmm. they yeah. use the pectin uh, yeah, yeah. like they modified the pectin to not you know like the let it get ripe faster, faster. so that the shelf life is more for tomatoes mm-hmm. and then we also have this uh, very interesting one is uh, this is preventing mosquitoes re- yeah <laughs> yeah so as we know this mosquito is considered to be the most dangerous animal since it has killed more humans than any other animals as well as killed more humans than even wars and plague What if this same mosquito is used to prevent the spread of diseases? Uh, cows that are mm-hmm. genetically modified, 
Argentina have genetically engineered cows to produce milk similar in composition to that made by humans, which is totally stupid. Yeah, I think this also we learnt in. We also have the spider webs. Yeah, the super strong spider webs. Yeah, Yeah, similar to that, there's also this this thing about eggs which are genetically mutated Mm -hmm. to cure cancer. And uh, when we were talking about the banana, right, the banana thing, basically it's like when you eat the banana, it, it has certain genes that is going to help you fight against certain virus. They developed initially this thing for hepatitis. So it's like you're eating a vaccine right. instead of getting injected. So this is a really good thing for you. You get scared of needles. Yeah. Uh, we talk about these actually don't do, domestic ones that actually don't do anything to humans. Mm. Eating plastics, they might be like uh, yeah, sodified in a way to become devilish. devilish mm. yeah. And uh, the ones that are actually wild might actually being tamed. Mm. Anyways, a lot of people are trying to tame mm. these animals mm. for God knows what reason. Mm. Yeah. So maybe we'll end up, uh, if we're alive 100 to 100 years, maybe we'll end up seeing such things. Sometimes I feel what if like the rise of apes and uh, night at the museum, mm. if these are like these animals, if they get mutated animals, mm. they get grow bigger and they start yeah. experimenting on us, that's the, it would yeah. be a hell for us. Yeah, oh that's the science fiction part which mostly people think that this is what scientists do, right? Yeah. Because if they are playing on that negative side of science they are telling people somehow this is a general perception people always think that oh if that person is a scientist working on some yeah. something <laughs> it's, it's going to be like creating huge dinosaurs or some <laughs> some yeah. mutated yeah. monster that's going to monster. break havoc in new york and tear apart all the town times times square and stuff but that is a general perception. That is why I think today's topic is important because we need to tell the importance of genetic mutation. Yeah. And we want why to tell it was also that it is not that easy to create an organ yeah. Yeah. animal yeah. Exactly. in one day or one year. It will take two, three generations of a person to like yeah. create a scary animal. So now we've been talking about all these important examples of genetic mutation. I'm pretty sure there are hundreds of importance, uh, important you know, experiments for studying a disease, trying to come up with a treatment for a disease or come up with an efficient crop or uh, bacteria or you know, some kind of food material for the betterment of society basically. Uh, and there's, when we're talking about diseases, I think May has something to share with us. If you think about yeah. genetic mutation, the first thing that comes to mind when it, when you talk about movies is like superheroes and stuff, right? Yeah. Because they are all like X Men and like you know Wolverine, genetically stuff. When in fact they have been inspired from actual cases. So if you want to check out more uh, examples, you can obviously Google people. <laughs> but we'll talk about a few examples which uh, are like superhero-y, if I may say. <laughs> there are actually eight super cool genetic mutations found in humans. Uh, one of them is super vision. Mm. As far as color vision goes, humans have pretty keen sight relative to other animals. Having three types of cones present in our eyes gives us an evolutionary advantage as hunter-gatherers by better enabling us to spot fruit and berries than animals with only two types of cones. Colorblindness is a condition caused by a gene mutation that disables one of these cones. 
it's much more common in males since the gene responsible for detecting detecting the color red and green are found only on the x chromosome mm-hmm. so but what if instead of disabling one of the cones a mutation increased the range of color it was able to detect if the mutation occurred in a man it would likely only result in a slight shifted color spectrum and it is super immunity sickle cell anemia is a hereditary disorder characterized by a mutated form of hemoglobin that causes red blood cells to take on a distorted shape that reduces their ability to carry oxygen although this is obviously a demerit there is a bright side since sickle cell have proven to be quite resistant to malaria so should we have sickle cell anemia or malaria <laughs> or no <laughs> <laughs> she is giving us an option like captain america also super strength yeah super strength it's a thing yeah there is even a thing with wolverine where you have these uh, unbreakable, unbreakable bones. bones like there's a mutation which is which makes a bone very brittle similar to like what you go through osteoporosis right yeah the mutation is the lrp Five gene yeah. is responsible for many bone ailments, including juvenile osteoporosis. Mm. People who have such thing have bones that are super strong mm. and extremely resistant to breaking. Yeah. So he can go in police or something. I guess he can beat up the <laughs> going police. You know, I recently read this book. In that, the Chinese army is basically basically trying to recruit a. people from a tribal group mm. who are already known to develop strength mm. and give them some kind of a like formula that is going to make them super strong okay. so they are like are, these ninjas soldiers yeah. so these the proteins myostatin and activin a are the two proteins normally secreted by muscle cells to suppress excessive growth hmm. so basically when you don't have the thing which suppresses this uh like two proteins yeah. you grow extraordinarily large muscles wow. so this is Mr. what is called super strength which <laughs> captain america has and there is no serum or no formula for this oh. mr muscle just maybe the serum just had like a mutated gene injected in his maybe. body or something yeah. see that's what i'm saying when we talk about hollywood and stuff they always This has always been a favorite of Hollywood, I think. Right? Genetic mutation. Mm-hmm. You see Jurassic Park. You see uh, Amazing Spider-Man. They're always some Asian for some reason, an Asian scientist in a laboratory <laughs> working on some genetic modification <laughs> shit. There is there is one more thing called super sexy la- eyelashes. Oh, that sounds wrong. Women might watch. So, uh, yeah, this Elizabeth Taylor, who was always known for her stunning eyes. was famous for having this mutation mm. Mm. really but it's not all glamorous the attribute can also cause coronal scratching and mm. has been linked to other less alluring conditions like solomon limbs and varicose veins resulting from lymphoid uh, yeah. oh. so what i was coming to is now we have enough evidence of you know why genetic mutation is cool why it was introduced and the medical importance of it and but there are also like myths and um, you know like controversial issues about it i think one very important thing is uh, it was a very famous like issue back then mm. the people were talking about bt prinjol and yeah. bt cotton yeah. not edited yeah genetically modified organisms basically so genetically modified organisms as we discussed earlier they came with all these you know vaccine bananas and stuff yeah. to like make our life better in a way yeah 
बट वेन वी टॉक अबाउट मिथ्स फॉर इंस्टेंस इफ यू टेक बीटी प्रिंसिपल फार्मर्स वर प्रोटेस्टिंग बिकॉज दे वर लाइक इफ इट इज गोइंग टू किल द इंसेक्ट इट कैन किल अज एज वेल सो वाई वुड यू इंसर्ट अ जीन टू डू दैट बट वॉट दे आर मिसिंग इज द साइंटिफिक वॉट इज ए रीजनिंग बिहाइंड इट बेसिकली द जीन दैट वॉज इंट्रोड्यूस्ड इज गोइंग टू प्रोड्यूस एन इंजाइन which will work only on certain ph mm. right like we asked mak has the acidic ph yeah. it won't activate under that ph so that enzyme won't be produced or activated mm-hmm. nothing will happen to us but the insects that are eating those crops have alkaline, alkaline ph, ph so when it reaches their gut that enzyme is activated and it is produced and mm-hmm. it's going to ultimately kill the uh, insect yeah. but somehow people made this into a huge myth saying that oh no this is like you know something very dangerous is going to harm us what if we die some day soon and you're all going to die but they <laughs> so didn't all you about all yeah. the science yeah. they are like all mutations are negative mm. but not all mutations are negative yeah i mean i think it's also important to deliver the message across to public to make them understand what exactly this is one of the reasons why i think people always have a bad perception about science yeah like they say oh these scientists are doing some uh, you know taking all our money and doing some crazy shit that we are not supposed to do and releasing monsters they even accuse the same thing with covid right i mean it is yeah, completely possible that it was a negligent issue of you know a mutated virus that mm-hmm. was leaked mm-hmm. personally i mean purposely or it accidentally it is possible but people always view science in that like mindset speaking of myths there's one thing that i have like i don't know some disturbing um <laughs> i don't know how to put this but it's kind of uh, contradictory okay when we're talking about all these examples of genetic mutation um who's going to tell about hela cells what exactly it is <laughs> you are super excited please tell honey <laughs> so, will tell us uh hela is a type of uh, cell line that is obtained from a woman called uh, henrietta lacks that's why by the way watch the movie Hila. it's really good what henrietta uh, the like senator lacks amazing uh right. that's why it's hela uh so hela had a cell sample taken from a tumor without her consent Oh. She died later that year, but her tumors lived on as the Hela cell line and served as a basic of much groundbreaking research. Lacks cells spread like the plague among the scientific community, partly because of their incredible research value and also because they are literally spread, uh, literally spread like a plague. Hela cells are immortal, meaning that the cells have continued to grow and thrive after it was. first extracted from her tumors if introduced into petri dish with another type of cells hela easily overwhelms the other cells within weeks it takes um, about 2/3 of the time it takes for other cells to do the same so weird about that right so till date uh, scientists have grown to 20 tons of hela cells 400 times the woman's body weight when she was alive Oh oh my God. God. Okay. Over इंडिपेंडेंटली लाइक एनी अदर यूनिसेल्युलर स्पीशीज सो दिस वॉट आई है 
how are you going to call it a unique species a living or i mean yeah the cells are living because you see basically you what uh, people uh, are against lot of modified uh, stuff is because uh, they don't want to cause any drastic uh, change in the uh, originality of the animal for example mm-hmm. a uh, lot of things in food also we eat like big big fruits now or these yeah. days all the seasons have shiny all the fruits, fruits. Yeah. shiny fruits and all the fruits for yeah. example grapes generally come in the summers but now which is good in the market you have grapes you have those modified huge grapes which taste good i don't know what it's going to cause like later the flavor, but say what to me yeah the flavor is really mm. good and they expensive but considering flavor uh, and all these it is actually good that wise obviously people are not thinking about what is going to happen later and considering animals for example uh, in indians use uh, most of the cattle cattle to do hmm. their works hmm. so if you are going to modify the animal for strength yes agreed maybe they would accept it hmm. but if you modify it in such a way that it is not going to help in farming uh, people don't want to uh, go there hmm. Yeah, but when we're talking about hila cells we are no, but they are like uh, <coughs> from the past generations we are drinking the same milk yeah, yeah but then strength, you look at then, yeah but then you look at the first of all demand of milk right hmm. then you talk about the quality of life and food they are getting the quality of food we had back then is not the same yeah, as now so the amount of like uh, fodder they are going to eat is going to affect in the milk production so mm-hmm. somehow that is into consideration and another thing that people are also talking about like veganism and don't hurt the animals mm-hmm. and stuff so they want to modify some things to make this come from a different source rather than from the cattle so they are coming up with you know other kinds of milk production or lab other source it will be against some other animal so it's just like yeah like there's a rat like rats can give milk that yeah, we can yeah, drink yeah. yeah yeah but going back to hela cells we are not mutating anything in hela cells here it's that is my issue mutated. with yeah, i mean cancer cell yeah it's already a cell that has been mutated, mutated. naturally in a body which because of which you have mm-hmm. the disease and these are just the it's like a tissue that you have taken from the diseased you know surgically removed tissue and you're trying to maintain it to study it you're not modifying issue is why are they saying including this in genetic mutation yeah and why are they saying that they can declare yeah. it as a unique species why it's not a unique species right yeah. so i i just have an issue with that <laughs> so let's not do that <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just on this saying like a lot of websites have been if we fall and get hurt somewhere we are injured there's a like a, a skin like a part of our skin is damaged these stem cells are going to come and like repair the mm-hmm. skin again so this this is naturally there in a body but uh, some people have been um, you know using stem cells to reprogram them into like the very umbilical stage like the embryo stage so those are known as induced pluripotent stem cells we'll talk more about stem cells if you people are interested later <laughs> but basically this is one example of a cell where it is genetically mutated in case of hela you're not mutating it yeah. but a stem cell like rpsc you are taking the stem cells you are <laughs> manipulating the genes to make them go back to like a baby so that is one example of mutation but again like if they are even healthy like 
unmodified fruit mm. and you are given this modified genetically fruit. modified fruit mm. which one will a person choose mm-hmm. maybe the natural i think more than course. the modified uh, i think if uh, the fruit tastes good that's what a person is going to choose yeah, and what to, what uh, what these modifications are doing is that they are making the taste better the look better uh which makes a human choose it mm-hmm. uh, you don't know whether it's going to be wrong or right for the uh, upcoming generation but you just obviously everybody wants to eat something mm-hmm. if the food tastes good that's the time you are going to eat it otherwise it's no use so and for the question whether it's wrong or right for the future generations even we still don't know because yeah. we haven't fully understood mm-hmm. genes in humans for the first in the first place and we still don't know everything about yeah. our body yeah and uh, we don't know how it's going to adapt and yeah mutate so yeah i guess it's an open question whether it's a good thing or a bad thing but so uh, like everything else it has pros and cons but i think it's important to just ad- talk about this and address the myths that are around so that people get the right information and there's no misinformation um yeah so people if you want to discuss more please let us know on our instagram page and stay tuned and please subscribe to our podcast uh okay so stay tuned and subscribe to our podcast see you next time until then stay curious bye bye and now it's time to recommend our uh, weekly recommendations So the movie that I would like to recommend is Okja which talks about genetic mutation it's directed by uh, the par- the director of Parasite Bong Joon-ho uh, it's a really uh, interesting movie i think everybody should watch it and the the song that i want to recommend is Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai